Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Text for our meditation this evening, the epistle reading that we heard just a few moments ago. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No. So far, our text. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's a difficult time to be a Christian. Christians are being persecuted all over the world. Oh, it's been going on in the Middle East for quite some time. It's been going on in certain parts of Asia, especially China. The persecution of Christians is growing and spreading. Did you know that in the last 12 months, more than 800 Christian churches were burned, desecrated, or looted in France alone? Probably not. That doesn't make the news. Did you realize that last weekend, Christian churches in America were burned, looted, and desecrated from Connecticut to California to Florida to New York to Ohio to Illinois to Texas? Did you know that? Maybe. Probably not. It's a difficult time to be a Christian as long as people actually know you are a Christian. A recent study showed that more than 60% of Christians are afraid to let anyone know they are a Christian at work. Why? Well, you know why. They might get passed over for the promotion. They might get fired. They might not get a raise. They might not get a good parking place. My friends, it's a difficult time to be a Christian because the persecution of Christians is on the rise. I guarantee you, things do not appear to be getting better with regard to the persecution of Christians between now and November. More than likely, no matter what happens in November, things will continue down this path long after our national elections. God's word for tonight from Romans chapter 8 
one of the most significant chapters in all of Scripture. Romans chapter 8 begins, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus our Lord. You hear that? For those who are in Christ Jesus, that means who have faith in Christ, who have been baptized into the death and resurrection of Christ, there is no condemnation. None. Doesn't matter what the world says. Doesn't matter what the politics say. God's word trumps all of that. There is no condemnation for you as you are in Christ Jesus our Lord. That awesome Bible passage follows Romans 7. Romans chapter 7 talks about the struggle that is inside of every baptized Christian. You, me, everyone, everywhere. The good that I know I should do, I don't do it. The evil that I know I shouldn't do, I keep on doing it. Who can save this wretch that I am? Thanks be to God. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Throughout the rest of chapter 8, the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, of course, unpacks that statement. Living a Christian life is not easy. It is difficult. Why else would Jesus say, pick up your cross and follow me? Christians are not immune to tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. The problem is, sometimes as Christians... As we are enduring these things, we get stuck there. We get stuck in a feeling, an emotion, a life of death, disappointment, and despair. These things are real, but God does not leave us there. Remember the shepherd psalm? The good shepherd leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. He doesn't leave us there and abandon us. The good shepherd who lays down his life for wayward sheep like us takes us through the valley of the shadow of death. Is this all there is? We see how Christians are being persecuted around the world. We see how Christians are being persecuted in our own country. We wonder, am I next? What about my community? What about my church? What will we do if our congregation, our building, our members are persecuted or beaten or robbed or looted or desecrated? Will we run and hide? Will we write a nasty letter to the editor? Or will we boldly confess the truth of God's word no matter what? My friends, no one has this kind of courage on their own. 
We are all full of fear by nature. Remember the good we should that we don't, the evil we shouldn't that we do. Only God, through the gift of Jesus Christ, can give us the courage to make the bold confession in season and out of season. To make the bold confession when it's easy and most importantly, when it is difficult. My friends, it is a difficult time to be a Christian always. All the way back to the first Christian martyr, Abel. When his brother Cain didn't like his sacrifice. James is in a long line, the first apostle to die for the faith, but a long line of people who have been persecuted, who have suffered, and even made the ultimate suffering sacrifice, martyrdom, death for the faith. How many times have I heard someone say, oh, I hope I'm never in that situation because I don't know what I would do. Oh, I hope I'm never in that situation. I don't think I could stand up under the pressure. Repent. Repent of that. Christ promises that he will give us everything we need at the time that we need it. Even the courage to make the bold confession. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. To those who are called according to his purpose. Even the trials and tribulations and persecutions that go on against Christians. My friends, today, God's word reminds us we live in a world of sin and sorrow, suffering and death. We live in a world that is consumed by death. I've had dozens of people tell me over the last few weeks that they've quit reading the newspaper. They've quit watching the news. They've quit looking at articles on social media. Why? Because it's just too depressing. This, this culture of death that surrounds us. My friends, as it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. That's reality. That's the message of the world. Is that all there is? Is this where God wants you to be stuck and stay? God says, no! An emphatic, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You hear that? In our tribulation, in our distress, in our persecution, in our famine, in our nakedness, in our danger, facing even the sword. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Through Jesus Christ 
and his love which knows no end. More than conquerors? Against all of these things? Yes, because Christ Jesus has conquered all of them for you. Christ Jesus, who at the point of the sword was nailed to the cross. Jesus, who hung naked and bore the sins of the world, that means your sins, in himself and on himself. Jesus, who was persecuted, faced tribulation, distress, famine, danger for you. My friends, Christ has accomplished everything for you. He has endured every suffering for you. He will not leave you as an orphan. He promises that he is with you always, even to the end of the age. Nothing, absolutely nothing can take this away from you. Nothing can tear this good news out of your heart. We still live in a world of sin. The consequences of sin are very real. The world's message gets louder and louder and louder every day. And sometimes you just want to give up. What then shall we say to all these things? Verse 31. Here's what we say. If God is for us, who can be against us? Do you believe that? Do you believe that God is for you and not against you? Because if you know and believe and are convinced that God is for you and not against you, then none of these things can attack you and tear you down. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? The proof is in God's gift of Jesus. If God would love you so much that he would give his son for you, how can he not give you everything you need to support this body and life? How can he not give you the strength and the courage to stand up in the midst of tribulation and persecution? My friends, God's word is clear. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? That's you. Who can bring any charge against you? You don't have to worry about being justified by the world. You don't have to worry about justifying yourself, which comes natural to every human being. It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. My friends, nothing absolutely nothing can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. With that in mind, it is a great time to be a Christian. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding,
keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, even our persecution. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Having heard the word of God, we are bold to sing our offertory, page 192. Please stand. <laughs> 